3: 2 continues the late night management class this is sports rage i am Renzi. the pimps the players the hustlers the people of bust them, and everybody else in between sirs channel 159 sports grid radio networks the vegas golden knights have just taken a 5-4 lead on the vancouver canucks with five minutes left a complete collapse a complete breakdown i think the, what i don't even know it's hard to keep up with the canucks collapses did they blow a two-goal lead twice was it four two and I don't know whatever it was three one four two like it's constant it's like I said it's hard to keep up. I don't want to throw Demko under the bus, but he's terrible. <laughs> like, it's just that that goal really wasn't his fault, but at the same point in time, like he looks like a beer league goalie right now. I don't know what the hell like they've got it for his own good. It's one of those deals for his own good. They've got to just roll with Spencer Martin for a couple of games. They got to make Martin like the goalie. Like, you know, it doesn't mean that Demko not the goalie of the future and all that. Like, he's not a great goalie. But he's really, really, really struggling, man. Like, he's got big problems. And the Canucks aren't really good enough to bail him out. You know what I mean? Like, the Canucks give up a lot of shots on goal as it is. So, like, they need, like, really good goaltending, and then they they can win, like, 4-3 or something in a higher-scoring game because they're terrible defensively. It's not all Demko's fault, but anyone who's watching his game right now in Vegas or Vancouver or wherever you are, you see, like, if you know hockey, like, Demko's got big problems. Like, out of the five goals, I'd say, like, three of them have been stoppable, and that's just not good enough in the NHL. You can't, you know, you can make one mistake in a game like once every four games, type thing. Like making, you know, being a goalie and like bad goals, it's sort of like interceptions and turnovers or pick six, like you can't do it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know I make mean? it can happen. You know, all right, it happens once in a while. But if you're a goalie and you're giving up a bad goal a game, you better stop everything else. If you're a goalie and you're giving up a couple of bad goals a game, you're not going to be a goalie for very long. Bill O'Brien told TJ Yates that, when he was a Houston Texan quarterback. He said, you know, an NFL quarterback makes like 65 decisions a game. He goes, he's allowed to make one mistake, maybe two. He goes, you make 60 good decisions, but you make like five bad ones, and it's just too much. (laughs) It's a fine line, man, it really is. Like, you know what I mean? Between sides, 65 decisions, 63 of them were good. Nah, 60's not good enough. Like, that's the difference between losing, right? But yeah, this this is this is bad. Like the Canucks just constantly blow leads all the time. They suck at home. I'm not even on them right now. I bet the over one and a half in the first period, and of course it's like scoreless after the first period, and now there's nine goals. One of those days we you know we killed we killed the NBA. We did well with the uh, the soccer. Killed the touchdown props, but lost the Cardinal bet. We're sort of it's a tug of war recently. Late Night Anger Management Class. This is portrait I am Gabriel Morenci. The players, the hustlers, the people, the bust them, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Wherever you may be this evening, the mighty 1090 ESPN radio, the 50,000-watt juggernaut. What's up, SoCal? 97.1, the freak in Dallas, Texas, Fort Worth. George Kurtz is going to step up, and then we'll run the gauntlet uh, with Kurtz. And speaking of Dallas, Kurtz is... A lifelong Dallas Cowboy fan. And, of course, I don't need to tell anybody that it is Thanksgiving. And, of course, the Dallas Cowboys are hosting the New York Giants. Man, Thanksgiving games generally suck, and they're just sort of there. It's like, yeah, whatever. It's going to be a bad game. The Detroit Lions are terrible, but it's a game to bet on on a Thursday morning, and you're going to eat a bunch of turkey and uh, probably get drunk. But... The Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions is actually a super cool game. This is going to be a fun game. The Detroit Lions have actually won three games in a row. And while I don't think the Detroit Lions are going to make the playoffs... They are actually lingering in a mediocre NFC uh, right now. If they rattle off another win and they win four games in a row and they beat the Buffalo Bills, it would be hard not to start you know, at least taking them a little bit more seriously and looking at what they're doing. But they are playing good football uh, right now. They're getting nine and a half points against the Buffalo Bills. The total right now with FanDuel is 53 and a half. Now, we all know how these Thursday games go, right? um you know it's a short week they're generally lower scoring now you're talking about a thursday game and you're talking uh, about an early like man these guys can't play thursday nights how the hell they're gonna play at that 12 eastern time but the thanksgiving adrenaline rush well everybody's getting a rush of dopamine and actually feeling sleepy um it's Thanksgiving. Players are fired up for this stuff. They know it's on national television. Everybody's watching. It's you know, it's one of those you know, if you're not fired up to play on Thanksgiving and you're an NFL player, it's like playing in, you know the NBA in Christmas. You're you know, you're in the wrong business, kid, right? So everyone's going to be all fired up. And I think the fact that the Buffalo Bills are already in Detroit, they've been in Detroit, so it kills that sort of wow, It's a travels thing and that they can practice. They had an ortho- unorthodox week last week. Long story short. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win a football game. I'm not ready to lay 99 points, but I do think it's going to go over the number, and I think a seven-point teaser is in store here. Bills minus 2.5 over 46.5. The Cowboys lay 8.5 to the Giants. Total 44.5. The Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, minus 2.5. This is Sports Rage.
2: Bring it. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: ophthalmologist dr strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat
2: cataracts
3: Why did I meltdown. This is I am Rancy. I don't know how that puck did not just go in for the Vegas Golden Knights in an empty net. We'll see if Vancouver's able to capitalize. There's 40 seconds left. Vancouver's blown multiple goal leads multiple times, and uh, is that in the net? No, they just missed the net. And uh, yeah, good call, ref, with the icing. You only let like two seconds go off the clock there. So the Vancouver Canucks are down 5-4 uh, right now. There's 34.9 seconds remaining. And I don't like betting on hockey overs, but you just kind of, it's like we're leaving money on the table if you just don't bet the Vancouver Canuck games to go over the number. They're just terrible defensively. And Thatcher Demko has lost it right now. He's lost his confidence. And every game just turns into one of these 5-4 type of games that they're playing in uh, right now. Another pathetic collapse. Another pathetic performance tonight from the Arizona Cardinals. Which means next week they probably win by 37. Who knows? But uh, we got George Kurt stepping up and in. And we got Thanksgiving football, uh, George, including your Dallas Cowboys. So what's your excitement level now, George, after the 37-point uh, beatdown of the Minnesota Vikings?
4: Isn't this the Cowboys, though? I mean, they, they look like the best team in the NFL yesterday, right? Annihilated Minnesota. A great game plan here. Defense was fantastic. They put points up on the board so Minnesota couldn't run Dalvin Cook down their throat. Uh, they had to throw the football and you knew Cousins was gonna be able to do that, not behind that offensive line. But this is what is so frustrating about the Cowboys. They're like world beaters yesterday. I don't know what they're gonna play like on Thursday. You know, I think I think they're gonna beat the crap out of the Giants again. They generally do. You know, and the Giants are, are a beat up football team where they have a lot of injuries that happened yesterday. Uh, the Cowboys should take care of business there, but I can't tell you I'm positive about it because you just don't know what the Cowboys, right? I mean, last, last week they were horrific in the fourth quarter, just horrific against Green Bay, supposedly a lesser team than Minnesota. And then they come out yesterday and just beat the snot out of them. So this is what's so difficult, Gabe, of being a fan. One week they look like world beaters. You get, oh, yeah, here we go, here we go. We might even catch Philadelphia. hey. And then the next week it's like, oh, what the hell just happened here?
3: But doesn't it seem like when Dallas is at their best, that
4: they're as good as Philadelphia are? I think if we can argue they're better than Philadelphia when they're at their best. And they should theoretically get better, right? Tyron Smith will uh, be returning probably in December. Probably, you know, he could make an argument. He returns against uh, uh, Indianapolis uh, next Sunday night. Not this Sunday, next Sunday. after the next game at Thanksgiving. I think it'll be the week after. But he'll return. That should help the offensive line. He'll go, up, go to left tackle. Tyler Smith, the rookie, will go to, uh, to guard there. That should help the offensive line. Uh, maybe they will sign Beckham. I don't think Beckham's a game breaker anymore, mind you. But it, he'll help. You know, it seems to be hit down to uh, the Cowboys, or maybe he wants to go back to the Giants. But that's another big thing about Thursday. If Dallas can annihilate the Giants, maybe that takes him out of the running for Beckham, where he won't want to go there. You know, so I. Think I, I don't think the mayors want him back, bro. I wouldn't think so either. Right, they got rid of him. For his <laughs> yeah,
3: right. I think he's grown up. They're seven there. and three. They don't like yeah. They, they didn't like him in the first place. Yeah, like that's wishful thinking on his behalf. Even though they need wide receivers, and I think also, I think that's just more talk like than anything. He doesn't like the cold, bro. Right, that was always one thing that he complained about, even when things were going well. He doesn't like the cold, so what? He's gonna like the cold now. He's gonna like playing with. Da- you didn't like Eli Manning. You like Daniel Jones? Come on, right? Like, let's be real. I think, you know, we'll see. I, you know, I think it'll be more talk with Dallas. My gut tells me he does not sign with the Cowboys. You? I think Jerry just likes the attention and talking about it.
4: Oh, there's no doubt about that. Right? No <laughs> doubt Jerry likes the attention. I mean, uh, come on. As a Cowboy fan, it's like, Jerry, shut up. Just please shut up. Um, I mean, if I, if it was the Cowboys or the field, I'll take the field. you got to think the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to be involved here. Although, once again, cold there. You know, San Fran could make some noise about our signing him. Uh, but who else? I mean, there aren't that many other teams. I agree with you about the Giants. I don't, think, I don't think he's going with the Giants. That would be a surprise to me that he goes there. So who else? There aren't, I don't think there aren't the that many teams. Cold. If we're in, uh, you know, we're know, eliminating cold teams, but Bills go away, it's a little warmer when Josh Allen's the quarterback
3: than when Daniel Jones is <laughs> the quarterback. <laughs>
4: Amazing how that works,
3: huh? Yeah, yeah. A, a never little see warmer. The one quarterback, and uh, yeah, right? and Von Miller's his buddy won a Super Bowl. You know there's been a lot of the talk of the Bills. I don't, you know, I'll tell you though, I think the Bills. I don't think they want him. Like, I think it's, I think the players in the room would like it. And, you know, everyone likes Odell, it seems. So I don't think it would be like, I don't think Stephon Diggs would be hurt or Gabriel Davis would be hurt or anything like that. Um, But I don't think McDermott wants it. He's not like a, he's not like a diva guy, bro. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't, like, he treats everybody like the same. Like, he's not down with that stuff. So I, I don't think it happens with Buffalo either, to be honest. And I'm with you. And you know, I like Odell a lot. Like, you know, I bet on him to get the first touchdown of the game in the Super Bowl uh, last year. I thought he. I don't think the Rams win a Super Bowl without him. But without being stated, I think after this surgery, it's asking too much to jump in the league this late in the season, George, and make that much of an impact. Even for Odell Beckham, he's not getting any younger. He'll just be another guy. Yes,
4: I, I, he'll be better I, I than that be some kid,
3: an average guy. But you know what I'm saying.
4: Yeah, and I agree, because he won't be – I think people think he's going to come in, oh, he's going to be great. He doesn't know any system, by the way. He has no chemistry with a quarterback, and that's tough to develop in season. And, yeah, you go back to the receivers that have had the uh, surgery from last year. All right, Godwin got hurt right away again. He really hasn't been the same player. Gallup's been nothing. I know Gallup isn't Odell Beckham, by the way, but he's a good receiver who's been nothing You just said it right there.
3: You just said it right there. Maybe Tampa surprises everyone.
4: Oh, they do sign every receiver, right? They do sign every – Yeah. You know? It wouldn't shock me.
3: Exactly, He has
4: everything he wants. They're gonna win that they'd division. They'd say, "Listen, Tom, mother, Tom Brady." They
3: say, yeah, and they'd say, "Listen, you already won a Super Bowl. We've already won a Super Bowl. Let's see what we can do here. Like you we, know, we're sort of in the same boat. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? You come, come with us, and we'll see what we can do here. And at least." he ain't going to start saying stupid stuff about Giselle. And you know what I mean? If you're Brady, you don't have to worry about getting stupid. Like, like, like Odell, like really, if you, what's like Odell, people are like, Odell this, Odell that. What's he ever really done? Like nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what you know, you never really add it up. Like the biggest thing, I don't know, he threw Eli Manning out of the bus in an interview once, like, but he's never, he's not a bad guy um, compared to like, to, 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 uh, to Antonio Brown. Okay. So forget about that. But, um, yeah, the Cowboys are 8.5-point favorites over the Giants, and Giants were really bad. I'm not one of these guys, George, and I get mad when people say, well, this is what—they looked bad last week, so they're going to be bad this week. But you sort of do get the feeling that the Giants could start to regress here, that they were playing over their head. But put it this way, without Saquon Barkley running for 120 yards, they can't win. It's simple as that. They don't have any wide receivers, and they have a mediocre quarterback.
4: Well, we saw what Detroit did yesterday, right? They put eight guys in the box who are stopping Barkley because we don't think Daniel Jones can beat us. Not even our secondary. And it worked beautifully. Uh, I mean, bad weather might have played with that uh, also. It was very windy. Yes. Uh, at, uh, at Giant Stadium yesterday, or whatever they call that stadium now. And plus, they uh, were due they, to suck,
3: weren't they? Like, they're, they're not an 8-2 and two team. They're not going 15-2, no, the Giants. No, you know what I'm
4: saying? No. Like <laughs> Giants could be in a little bit of trouble here. I mean, I don't think it's enough to knock them out of the playoffs uh, or anything like that, uh, because there really aren't too many good teams in the NFC. But they play Dallas, uh, and I don't think they have. A, I don't think they beat Dallas. They I could be, melt down. Uh They play listen, They play Washington back to back weeks.
3: I think Washington you know? are better than the Giants are right now. Like they're peaking. They're going in different directions on the highway. You know what I mean? Like, the so Giants were ahead of them. They're stalling. They're, they're running like their car's slowing down. And Washington's starting to cruise right now and feeling good about the road trip. Like, Washington found money. They had a great had a sleep in a hotel. Like, you know what I mean? The Washington, like, uh, the Washington, like, tour bus
4: is rolling along, buzzing along right now at a good pace. Well, listen, their they're schedule, Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia, Washington, Minnesota, Indianapolis, Philadelphia. There's no easy wins there. Maybe Indy, but I don't think they're. Automatic. No, I know. Oh, Indy either.
3: You see, Philadelphia's schedule toughens up a little bit, too, though. It's about time. Not till really December, but it's about time. Corrupted. The late night anger match for class. This is
2: Sports Bring it. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: ophthalmologist dr strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts
1: No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Races, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Outsider art. It could be by a mental patient or a hillbilly or a chimpanzee. You think you know what you
4: don't?
3: the late night anger match for class sports rage i am See the pimps the players the hustlers the people of bustling with everybody else in between including george kurtz uh george kurtz kicking with us george's in a good mood dallas cowboys are rolling it's thanksgiving uh, does your wife do you do the big turkey dinner do you do do a big uh family feast and stuff
4: kurtz for thanksgiving yeah go to my mom's that's a uh, tradition for us so uh you know, uh, oh, that's right. Turkey, I think you stuffing. told me in the
3: past. And your oh, relatives yeah, get and drunk and you don't and stuff, right?
4: <laughs> it, uh, it's, it's an Irish family, man. So, yeah, things have happened. Parties have flown. All right, brother. I guess uh, it's, it's, uh, it's an Irish. A lot of drinking goes on there. All right? A lot of drinking. I mean, I, I once, when I was uh, younger, I brought a date uh, to this. And my aunts, who were older at the time, I mean, I had to be in my 20s, so I guess they were, I don't know, 50-ish somewhere. something. They were walking around with their tops off. This is not a pleasant sight, mind you. Like aunts. I said, yeah, my aunts. And like the things things happen at these things. Not lately. It's much better now, but uh I said, like I said Irish family, we uh we do enjoy our drink.
3: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully politics doesn't come up or keep it. how about that Aaron Judge? Uh, so yeah, Kurtz is in a good mood. His cowboys are doing well. Hell, the Islanders won. Um life is good. Except oh yeah. Um, it had to happen eventually, so it begins. So Aaron Judge is on. There's, um, there's video of Aaron Judge in San Francisco at the airport. So Aaron Judge has landed in San Francisco, and he was asked, um, what are you up to? And he basically said, what a smile, um, visiting family and friends. And then he said, well, we've got, and then they said, nothing else going on? He goes, yeah, I've got something going on. Then he sort of smiled and grinned, right? Like, So we all know why he's in San Francisco. <laughs> so you know what I find interesting, George? It's like, okay, if you're Aaron Judge, you don't have to be flying anywhere. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, And honestly, you wouldn't do it like this. You would sort of set up shop, not even in New York. You'd go to a neutral city sort of, Right? i right, I'm gonna set up shop in LA for a week. And if you wanna meet me, you come and meet me, my agent at the hotel that I'm at, and no, I'm you know, basically nearly seven feet tall and the biggest free agent in modern era, and people are gonna be watching wherever I go, so no, I'm not gonna do this, right? You come to me privately, no one knows who you are, everyone knows who I am. You're a bunch of executives and lawyers. But George, because so I was thinking about that, and I'm like, well, how would they have known that he, where he lands and went, blah, blah, blah. It's sort of like TMZ. The Kardashians always act surprised, George, when the camera's there. It's like, but what do you act surprised? You told them you were going to be there. <laughs> like, right? So Aaron Judge knew that he would be seen. And I think it's a message to open up the market. I think it's real now. There was this little feeling out process. It's go time now. And now everyone else knows. The Dodgers know now. He's in San Francisco. The Yankees know, he, it's almost like your wife is like she's out on a date. Right? Like, he's in San Francisco, right? Like we could go on. Everyone in the league officially knows. he's meeting with the San Francisco Giants in the morning.
4: Yeah, I think you're, you're 1,000 percent correct, by the way. His agent leaked this. I'm sure he told judge yep. let people know uh, to let everyone know about that.: Right, because hey, Yankees wake up. Get and serious. Dodgers, wake yep. up Get serious.. It, it, yep. It's time. It's time, and uh, I listen. I don't think anything's going to happen tomorrow, but uh, oh, of course I'm the not, first not. person to tell you, as a you know, as an analyst, you know, I, I don't think the Yankees should sign him. I think it'd be bad in, in, uh, in a couple of years. But as a Yankee fan, yeah, I don't want to lose him. You know, I, I don't. I, I, I enjoy watching him. I enjoy watching him a lot. You know, I think he should be the next captain of the Yankees, even though it's not as, as big a thing as it used to be. But uh, it's game. It's game on. It's really what it is. Game on. You know, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's going to play it. He's, I, I don't think he's going to he's not giving the Yankees any hometown discount. He's going for the most money, and I am worried about the Giants, who've already come out and said they won't be outbid. You know, they will offer him the most money. You know, and if they do that, you know, they, uh, this is what makes me nervous. And, you know, four hundred million dollars comes out tomorrow, and he gets back to the Yankees. I think he would get the Yankees, you know, uh, right of last refusal. And he's like, oh, sorry, we can't, we can't. That's crazy. We can't do that. You know, I, th- I think the Giants really, really, really do want him.
3: I don't think he wants to go back to New York. I think he's going to end up on the West Coast. It's just a matter of where. And now the message is sent. It's like, okay, LA, if you want to... Okay, if not, I think he'd prefer to be a Giant. I think he's down with this. I think, you know what I mean? I think he is. I don't think it's going to be this simple, like you said. I think there'll be a, let's see what everyone else offers. You're selling a house here type of deal, a mansion. You know what I mean? We're not just taking the first offer. But, as you stated, San Francisco, on record. San Francisco have been they tried to get stanton okay they offered stanton like they tried to get stanton they tried to get bryce harper yeah they tried to get bryce harper like they have tried in the past to get big time players and they're on record as stating this time and they didn't bring up judge by name but they said any player that doesn't sign with us will not be due to a lack of monetary compensation. <laughs> like, so they're basically saying that, yeah, we're coming in here. We've got money to spend and we have to. Now, they see the Dodgers in San Diego. they got to make a move. So I think it's going to happen. But like you said, I don't think, oh, it goes to San Francisco and they announce a deal tomorrow afternoon. But I think this is like, I think they're going to offer way more than everyone else. They're going to come in hot, bro, like $450 million or something, my guess is.
4: That, that's my fear. You, you just said my exact fear because I think you're exactly right. I think they're getting tired of uh, finishing second place to all these free agents. Yeah. You know, I think they they are a they're big set the you market know, high. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: and if not, that. it screws their competitor over. It's like, all right, LA, we offered them four fifty. If you want to give them four seventy five, fine. At least we just nailed you for five hundred million. <laughs>
4: just uh, like I said, I, yeah, I am. I'm definitely coming around to your thinking. By the way, that I. Uh, Originally, I thought it was about 50/50 there with the Yankees or another team. Now I think it's less than that. You know, I think the Yankees probably did make a mistake by insulting him a little bit in uh, March with the 213 million or whatever it was around there. And then uh, leaking they, you know, it. He, <laughs> yeah, that was even though they say they told him, why would you? I listen. I like because Cashman's very honest. Uh, and he's been very honest for a couple of years now. But you probably don't do that. Do you really? They want to tried to make him look guy? bad, George. Yes, they, they did. Tried- that he was being greedy. They thought
3: that New Yorkers would say, you son of a bitch, we offered you $213 million, and you turned it down. But then he went and hit 62 home runs.
4: T <laughs> hey, he pretty much told him to shove it up, uh, you know. Yeah. Shove he it said, up no, I'm deal, no, I'm not taking this deal. No, I'm not. That's um, why he's not giving the Yankees a discount. He's going to want the most money he can get. He's got one bite at the apple. He knows that. Right? Because his career started late. He's got one bite at the apple. And like I said, I don't even think Sanford needs to make it 450. I think if they hit 400. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's it. I don't think anybody's uh, – because it would be a 10-year deal, right? And no one's giving – no one's giving no, more than that. No one's giving uh, more, more than What? More. He's going to no. get more than – he's going to want, what, you think, 45, $40 million only? At 10 years? I mean, it's crazy. He'll be 41 years old at the end of this.
3: Yeah, the- yeah, I know.
4: I, that's, that's why, once again, the, the Yankee fan, I want him yeah, back. He, he, the Yankee, you know, thinking, but I don't want him back. I don't think it makes sense to give him that much money because you're going to eat it. You're already, you're already eating Stanton's contract.
0: Do you I think know.
3: he's going to uh, judge at the end too. Yeah, but what are you oh. going to replace him with? So let me that's ask you. Huge problem. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like you're not. And what other players you going to bring in? Is there a, what other bat you're going to say Cody Bellinger? Yeah, that's going to go over well. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so. But now there's a, there's a story that the the Yankees uh, requested uh, Jacob Degrom's medical report. You see that? So. They requested his medical report, and you know, you know, we're interested. We maybe we want to meet with you. Can you send us? You know, we want to we want to look into your arm type thing. I don't believe I'm this going, for a second. I don't I'm believe going
4: conspiracy it. Conspiracy
3: theory. I think they're just doing it so Yankee fan like can pretend that they actually tried or something. Like, what? Do you, what's your conspiracy theory?
4: Remember the report that came out that. Uh MLB and the union are investigating the Yankees and Mets because uh, Steinbrenner and Cohen are uh, buddies, and that's why uh, you know they won't bid on each other's free agents. Like this came out what late last week, and all of a sudden, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. The Yankees yeah,
4: yeah. are interested in the Grom. right <laughs> I mean, this this just sounds like oh you know what? Let's say we are just so we you know we can make this leak this, this, this uh... right le- exactly. I, I, this is what this smells like to me. That uh, you know, not that the Yankees shouldn't go up after the Grom, by the way. know, yeah, but uh, I, I think this is uh, just uh, okay. Let's let it go here that we're interested in DeGrom. We know we're not signing him, but this will make the union happy. You know, that, that sort of thing. It's just uh, that's my, my, it's my conspiracy theory. I don't think he's going to sign with the Yankees.
3: It is uh, odd. It is odd that the Mets are not, like, involved in this judge stuff at all, isn't it? Like, don't they? Aren't they? I don't think You know is. what I mean?
4: Well, what are the Mets? The Mets have no pitching staff right now.
3: They all, they're all gone. It, I know. I know. You're right.
4: They got to sign pitching. Pitching, pitching.
3: talking about bringing Plus Verlander in because DeGrom's creating. leaving. They want to bring in Verlander.
4: Which I guess, you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm actually – he wants a big contract like Scherzer, a three-year 130. He's older than Scherzer. That's a little rough, but he's going to get that from somebody. And don't the Mets – haven't the Mets learn their lesson? They know Scherzer can't make 32 starts. I
3: know. You, you know, are bringing Verlander, Scherzer, up, he's not Verlander. making 32.
4: <laughs> That's you like – I know. But the Mets need pitching, and they got to worry about Alonzo's big contract uh, at the next season, I believe. So let me is.
3: ask you, if you were the Dodgers – and reports are that the Dodgers have are interested and have spoken with or whatever, et cetera, that both Verlander... That's almost like, you know, almost slightly almost confirmed, like that they've spoken with Verlander, the Dodgers. But we've also heard serious stuff about DeGrom. DeGrom and the Dodgers almost seem like a perfect fit, don't they? The Dodgers love those short-term deals. They don't mind paying a massive amount of money. So I, don't, I think the Dodgers would say, listen, yeah, we'll give you $120 million for three years. Right? And the Dodgers will be thinking, whatever, if we get a year or two out of this, it's good enough. Right? <laughs> Look, dude, they paid Trevor Bauer $42 mil a year to like you know, have S&M bondage sets with people. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, the Grom even gets hurt, they get something out of it. I think the Grom could sign with the Dodgers or the Rangers.
2: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24/7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid, sportsgrid.com.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
4: You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things.
3: The late night anger match for across This is sports range. I am Gable see The pistol players the hustlers, the people to bust up, and everybody else in between. George Kurtz throwing it down with us. So uh we're just talking some baseball. We'll we'll switch to uh back to football. I know George got some hot takes as far as uh, Wales and the USA soccer match today as well. Um <laughs> What'd you think of Burr substitutions? substitution?
4: Did they did they tie? Was that what I heard?
3: Yes, they did.
4: <laughs> okay. Good call. I thought you could. I thought there was, uh, uh, what are they, Penalty kicks. Do they do
3: that? Not in the uh, opening round. Not till the elimination. It's like a uh, round okay. robin to start. All yeah. right. Yeah. And by the you way, you didn't I watch it, it at all. I don't
4: think I saw a second of it uh, of anything. Maybe I, I might I mean, have been up the, at the gym in did. the corner of my eyes. You but didn't. But no, you either uh,
3: think you did or you watch. didn't. Watch. Uh, I would say no. <laughs> like to see you on a witness stand. I don't think I saw it. Did you or didn't you? <laughs> um, how could you not watch, like, for a second of it? Like, just as a sport fan. You know, it is the biggest sporting event in the world. I don't even know what channel it's on. <sighs> you watch NFL all the time. They've been advertising it, like, relentlessly during the NFL games.
4: Oh, who watches commercials? Come on, man. There's like <laughs> 18 hockey games on. I just go to the, you know. You the never spring, saw it in a and commercial? A game on.
3: You never saw a commercial once with the Santa Claus dude and about kids sending him letters, I believe, that the USA can win the World Cup and stuff?
4: No, but uh, I'm pretty sure the USA's not winning the World Cup. Uh, I don't it only aired oh like goodness. 18 million times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I saw, uh, maybe without sound, but no, I have no idea what, uh, what commercial you're talking
3: about. Yeah. So no, if I, I asked I, you, I, like, I if can't. I offered you $10,000, I said, Who? And when is the USA's next match in the World Cup? You wouldn't be able to answer, huh?
4: Oh, not even close. They usually take a while to play again, I would guess. You said, oh, I have no idea who they're playing. I don't even know who's in their group. I don't even think they call it a group. Uh So no idea about that. Uh, No. I would say, what, today's maybe Friday? Day after?
3: It's not bad. It's not bad, Kurtz. Saturday? Uh, (laughs) They do. They play Friday.
4: Oh, you do play Friday. Okay, for uh,
3: against England.
4: I t- oh, I never would have guessed England. Uh, you they, like taking favorites?
3: England will win. They tied with Wales.
4: Oh, they, oh, oh, that's why they were making comments on Wales on Twitter. Okay, now I get it. Today makes much more sense now. Yeah, why you wonder why you see the word Wales so much today? Yeah, it was. It was all over. To, I mean, I just you know, you breeze through Twitter, and I don't. I, just, I don't care about the soccer, so I knew they were talking about Wales. I didn't realize of course they were playing the United States in the World Cup, but now it makes so much more sense. I thought something weird <laughs> happened in that game. I no, know there's a lot of complaints about Twitter. Apparently, the refereeing uh, there is worse than uh, football, baseball, and hockey combined.
3: Yeah, yeah, they make Angel Hernandez look good, but that's another story. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, all kidding aside, yeah, Kurt's not a big soccer guy, but. Uh, so, Jacob DeGraw, you know, I think the Dodgers make a lot of sense, actually. Um, we were talking about, you know, the Dodgers have a lot of money. They really do need a boost as far as the rotation is concerned. One of these big-time guys, they sat the Castillo stuff out. Kershaw's only got a one-year deal. He's not getting any younger. Urias, you're going to run this kid to the ground. Can't count on Dustin May. You know, there's not just so many you know, question marks. So I think that DeGrom to the Dodgers makes a lot of sense, actually. But there's going to be other teams involved. I don't buy the Yankee stuff. I think, like you said, I think it's just media New York games, man. paid six stuff. Uh, There's media games. He's from Orlando, Florida. I could picture DeGrom wanting to be in a warmer weather place. Um, How about the Atlanta Braves? Would the Braves step up and spend that type of money, George? He'd be a nice fit there. Uh, with the Braves, to me, with the Grom, I, I'm going to call three teams: the LA Dodgers, the Texas Rangers. To me, it's the Dodgers and the Rangers for DeGrom. Grom. Well, I'll say the Braves is an outside shot. And for the record, he's from Orlando, so pretty much as close as he can get to home playing for the Braves, because the Rays and Marlins ain't paying him. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I agree
4: with you. By the way, uh, remember uh, we heard the Braves earlier in the season that they were an option here. You know, I don't know where this came from. I don't remember who. Uh, did it come from the Braves source or the grounds? Or You're right. There's been
3: trade rumors in the past about him and right. the Braves liking him. Been, yeah.
4: But I don't, I don't think the Braves are paying that. I, and they have good young pitching no. as it is. I don't think they're going to pay. I so think it's you it's Texas it right. and the Dodgers. I think it's Texas and the Dodgers. because What you said about the Dodgers is 100% correct. They don't mind paying, whatever, $130 million, 140 million on a short contract, right? Because there are no bad short contracts. They can get out of it in a couple of years if he disintegrates. They don't want to pay a 10-year uh, contract of $40 million a year. They don't want to pay that. But a short contract, I think they'd be more than willing. And you need, to make, uh, you need that ace, Walker Buehler, you know, not going to – we don't know what he's going to be whenever he does come back, if he comes back. Yeah, he won't be ready right away, yeah. So the, and also, you don't care if the ground only makes 22 starts. You're going exactly. to the playoffs – all you care about is sort of what the are doing. You really could. The year.
3: Dodgers, you're yeah, right. You really could just say, bro, we don't even care if you pitch in July. <laughs> like, you
4: know what I'm saying? Like, they really could. <laughs> they like, just you, say, point blank. Do what the yeah, Yankees used like, to always do in yeah. the 90s. All of a sudden, they get phantom injuries. Oh, so he's got a shoulder injury, which every pitcher yeah. has, by the way. He's taking three weeks on the IL. You know, he could do that. So it makes it. makes No, a if you're the Dodgers,
3: sense. you're almost only signing him for October and November,
4: point blank. That's what you're signing him for. Yes, because you don't need him in the regular season. You don't care. I think for, for me, we talked about this during the break, he'll get a shorter deal from a Dodgers, three years, let's just say three years, 130, same as Scherzer, 135, he beats Scherzer, how about that? Uh, yeah. Or I think the Rangers would give him more, more, more years and more money, because I think they'd want to make a big splash. I could see him getting 5, 180, 5, 190. You know, maybe the AAV isn't quite theres what the Dodgers would give him, but it's more money, and it would be probably his last contract. So I could see him wanting that. Does he want the more money to play for a team that, even with you on it, maybe you're a playoff team, but you're not a World Series team. Hell, you may not be better than Houston. You know, you're probably not. Or do you want to go with the Dodgers where, no pressure, not talked over. You know, they can take it easy with you. So I think it will be very, very interesting to which way he wants to go.
3: Last one, and we'll move on from baseball. What about uh... – Will Seattle do something crazy again? Just one more? <laughs> like, would they say, you know what? Let's just bring in Verlander. Let's bring in DeGrom here, and then we're good. Like, you know what I mean? Now that we got him, we got Castillo, we got Rodriguez. <laughs> like, like, Seattle hasn't been playing around, George. Like, they, they, would they do one more big signing, these guys?
4: Well, we're hearing them. With the, with, uh, they want to do this via the trade route, right? They already got Teos Manders. Yes. Uh, yeah, maybe not the yeah. big, big, but he's a, he's a good bat. Right, and we're also hearing that they won't want to trade. They want a middle infielder, you know, and that if oh Glaber Torres, I win. talked about
3: it last night. There's right. a lot of Glaber Torres talk, yeah.
4: A lot of Glaber Torres, a couple of others as well. But if they can't get that done to their liking, then they would go after one of the shortstops that are free, you know. So they do seem to want to make a big splash. But they've right been linked now, with Trey
3: Turner uh, too. You're right.
4: Yes, like I said, one of the, one, I don't. I don't see Trey Turner going there. If you just want to play with the Dodgers, I don't see you going. Why you to leave the way? It doesn't make a lot of sense there. But maybe they can get a Correa uh, or one of the uh, Bogarts going there. So we're hearing that from them. I think the Mariners, by the way, are saving up their money for next year for Shohei Otani. Otani. I think they, I think yeah. they want their new Suzuki. Yeah, and
3: they could use Suzuki to really recruit him too, uh, and say, "Look, I was a hero there. They're good. You can play with Rodriguez, like, yeah, oh, I know, like, that's that's a good call, man. That's going to be unbelievable. That's going to be the first player with like presentations, like, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like the Dodgers are going to present them. This is why you should be a Dodger. <laughs> like, Seattle uh, is going to have Suzuki, and they're going to tell man, I made so much money in Japan, and every game's on, and like, um, you're right." Okay, we could talk baseball all night, talking hot stove. Let's switch gears to the the ice. We'll get back to the NFL with Kurtz. Um, Me and Matthias will get into the World Cup, give you all the picks for tomorrow's games. Rick Saratella will join us from the NFL Draft Bible. Level 3, got more NFL talk, too. Fastest defenseman in NHL history to 200 career points. Kale McCarr, 195 games. Um, Absolutely incredible. Accomplishment. And... uh, an achievement by this guy. A lot of times, George, in the modern era, we hear people, you know, hype up guys. Someone in our chat said that Michael Parsons is better than Lawrence Taylor earlier tonight, right? And so, no, and you know, listen, he's a good football player, but uh, like, let's just be real. Um, but when you, when I watch Kale McCarr, and I'm all I've been around, I mean, I've been in hockey, family and stuff. So when I watch him play. And I heard Kelly Rudy, the former goaltender who's an analyst on television, say that this guy is the best defenseman that I've seen in my life, besides Paul Coffey and Bobby Orr. And he goes, "I think he's as good, if not better, than those guys." And he 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 said this like a year and a half ago. And he goes, "I know, you guys could. I know it sounds sacrilegious. That's it. He goes, but he goes, I'm telling you, he said this guy is like as good as the best of the best of the best." Now, I know it's a new era right now, but Kale McCarr the Colorado Avalanche. 200 points for a defenseman, guys. A defenseman, all right, in 195 games. Paul Coffey, bro, playing on the Edmonton Oilers and scored like 10 goals a game, man. My uncle was on that team. 221 uh, games. Bobby Orr, 216. I'm actually amazed that Sergei, Sergei Zuboff is the, uh, the second one at 207. Brian Leach is 211, actually. But Kale McCarr really is. You could say he's like, I don't know, I was going to say he's like Mahomes, but I think he might be better. Like, Kale McCarr might end up
4: being, like, one of the best defensemen in the history of the NHL, George. You don't have to sell me on it. You don't have to sell me on it at all. This guy is magnificent on the ice. I mean, he's poetry. Uh, he's the kind of guy where if, you're, uh, if, you're, you know, if he's coming at you, you know, you're playing defense against him, you're scared because he's might gonna, he's gonna shake you out of your jock. You know, you're going to be on sports and the uh, top ten and not in a good way. Yeah, so he is that guy who scares you like that. And remember, you know, as far as me, yeah, he's probably is, uh, or he's going to be better than. I, I might not go coffee yet uh, because it's a little different then, but the goaltenders back then wore nothing. Easier to score. Nowadays, they wear everything impossible to score, it seems like. I don't know how anybody scores. Yeah, that's there. a good point. All right, so it's harder to score now. That's what really, the first thing that came to my mind that he set this record in this day and age, you know, with what the goaltenders wear. You know, because it's not easy to score. This is why I love Ovechkin, by the way, same thing. He's the best goal scorer in NHL history for me because, once again, of, what, of the age they play in, where there's just not any room to find, see the net. This just not here. But I love watching. I love watching uh, listen, I'm i not a big three-on-three overtime guy, you know, better than the shootout, but I'm not a big three-on-three. But watching him when the Colorado has that is wow. I mean, it's just what he can do. Like I said, I played defense. Going up against someone like him would would scare you because you're afraid that he's going to do this, do that, and you're going to end up on your butt while he goes around you and puts the puck in the the net.
3: I've seen all these guys play. Um, Bobby Orr was injured at the tail end of his career when I was a kid, but I still saw him. And listen, I'm not saying he's the greatest defenseman ever, but he's up there. Like he's in the same conversation with, with with the Paul Coffees, with the Borks. Bobby Orr is almost sacrilegious to say. it's right? <laughs> like, you know, Bobby Orr is like, yeah, let's not, let's not call him Bobby Orr. But the thing with Bobby Orr is Bobby Orr was like amazing and one of the greatest players, like of any position. But the thing is, he had a bad knee. Right? Like Bobby Orr didn't get the full because he played on a bad knee, too. Like there no load management with Bobby Orr. Right? So like um he didn't get the full bang for his buck in his career, uh, Bobby Orr. But man, Bob, Bobby Orr could play. But so could Kale McCarr. I was just unbelievable. Put it this way: you know you're good when you're on a team with Nate McKinnon, and Nate McKinnon's not the best player on the team like you are. <laughs> as good as Nate McKinnon is, like Kale McCarr is better. And McKinnon will tell you that. He'll be like, oh yeah, this kid, like yeah, he's like yeah, he's the star of the team. And McKinnon's like a psychopath superstar. Not anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. It's funny, George. Uh, I was just, uh, telling the guys to the chat. They're we talking about uh, Kale McCarr. He's listed at 511, 187. All right. And we all know that they all lie about this stuff, right? They're always embellish a little bit. And I, you know, I believe he's 511. The 187, okay. He, you know, I mean, I was telling guys if you see him in a t shirt in real life and stuff and in jeans in the summer or whatever, you'd be like, no way, this kid's like a defenseman and a superstar in the NHL. <laughs> he looks like just another goofy kid in real life, man. I don't mean, know if you saw the picture of him in the video of him and his grandmother with a Stanley Cup. Like, you're like, wow, he's just a kid. Like, you realize, like, he really is just a kid, this guy. And they say that. But the thing is, hockey players lose weight, guys. So, whatever. Maybe he checked in on a scale once at 187. Like, you don't put on weight as a hockey player. You lose weight because you're sweating so much. You're playing every day. There's no load management and stuff. In the playoffs, guys lose, like, 15, 20 pounds. Like, there's no way he's 187. Like, take just punch in a picture, guys. Look up Kale McCarr, like, street clothes or whatever, and look. Like, he's skinny. Like, he, he looks like me. I'm, I'm, like, I'm actually, what the, you know, right in that. I'm like six-two, like 185, 183 type thing. Um, so I'm in the same ballpark as him, and I know what I am, and I've seen him before, and I know what he is. It's amazing. Same with this Connor Bedard kid that's coming in, George. Not a big kid. He's a little thick. He's kind of he's growing in. He's got some muscle now, but not like a massive kid, man. It's just the new NHL. It's unbelievable. He's got to be fast, George. Right? It's a speed-based league now.
4: Well, you just said it different game today right different game we don't they don't rely on hitting you know and everything else you got you got to skate skate if you can skate you're magnificent look at Conor's remember game. the
3: legion the of legion of doom remember those guys like
4: oh yeah they're water
3: <laughs> right water. They guys water. there was there, there was an era guys in the 90s man you had to if you weren't like 6 4 230 you to get murdered like <laughs> The 70s was small, then it got massive, now it's coming back again. More with Kurtz on the other side.
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.